Welcome back to the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name is Dave. You can follow me on our Twitter at Dave underscore BFR, all socials actually. Uh, joined by my co-host, Vicky. You can follow him on all socials. It's Vicky Baby. Check out my work on sportsmockery.com, multiple articles a week. Uh, and man, Vicky, we are back at it again, Sunday night game, uh, Bears versus Chargers. We have a great um, great friend of the show, um, Bears running back Darrington Evans is going to be joining us here shortly. Kind of give us kind of inside scoop on Tyson Bajan, what he's like. Um, some differences with him and, uh, of course, Justin Fields. Overall, it's just going to be a fun show, but Ficky, man, how you doing? Man, I'm actually doing good. Uh, I know we'll talk about it later, but this Chargers team is not that good, right? I know, like, on paper they are, but they have a lot of injuries. The defense is so, like, you know, we might have a chance. Again, you know, it could – with the Bears, it could go two ways. You know, we surprisingly, you know, play well on primetime and win – or we get our brakes stopped off. So, you know, I still have that little bit of anxiety to figure out which way this is going to go. But, like, I'm in a much better headspace with this game, even with having a backup quarter, a quarterback starting. You know what I mean? So, right. it'll, be, it'll be interesting. How about you, Absolutely. Though? Yeah, I, I know you have some interesting facts on the, the Chargers defense, and we'll get to that in a little bit, maybe on, as to why or how Tyson Bajit might be able to play. So, again, we're going to get to the Bears-Chargers preview later on in the show. Uh, maybe we'll ask Darrington see uh, how he's feeling as well. Um, obviously, the team's preparing. It's only Tuesday, uh, so a little bit of ways to go until Sunday night. Um, but either way, it's going to be fun. Uh, Ficky, I guess if you guys have questions in the chat for Darrington Evans, go ahead and put them in the chat right now. Uh, that way we can kind of maybe at the very end get squeeze a few in there because um, Darrington, of Absolutely. course, is going to be – He'll be on here for a little bit, but, you know, obviously it's game week, so he's prepping, and we don't want to take too much of his time. And if you have any questions right now to kind of pass um, some of this uh, time until Darrington gets on with us, you can go ahead and throw them in the chat, too. Vicky, do you have anything you want to talk about? Oh, Well, no, we actually have a question already. Um, Hopefully I didn't mess up your name here, but Siguthor Good Johnson. Uh, Let me know where you're from, though. And I think you actually – is this – Norway, I think you've been on here before, but uh, his question is, will Eddie Jackson be back on Sunday? And that is a good question. We won't know the, what, the final uh, injury reports, what, Friday, typically? Friday. And that really kind of tells you, like, who's playing and who's not. So I would say he's more likely not playing than playing, but that's only based on the information we have so far. But, you know, they, they, you know, they keep things tight-sealed until like the very end so my guess is as good as anybody's yeah absolutely so i have i have no idea but we would love to see him back for sure even though elijah hicks i've kind of been hard on elijah in the past he didn't play let me put it this way i wasn't looking at the screen being like elijah like elijah come on bro he had some good plays so you know if he kind of keeps up that play where it's kind of you know where it almost I view it in like an offensive lineman. Like when I view these backups, I view you as an offensive lineman. In essence, like if I don't hear your name, I'm like, okay, quality job. You know what I mean? You probably yeah. didn't like blow something up or have a big play on you or thing like that. When Seguther said he's from Iceland. Oh, that's that's fire. Dope, dope. That's thanks, so for, thanks for hopping in. We're international, Dave. We're all over the world. So hey, yeah, that's a good question. We're not. Question. The Bears are. But we appreciate, <laughs> yeah, facts, we appreciate everyone, you know, that's tuning in from wherever, wherever you are. No, it's uh, it's really cool to you know. I, there's so many Bears fans um, that are just they're everywhere. It's global. Um, it's just part of it. They so, travel. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to be traveling on Sunday. <laughs> I bet For half, sure. maybe sixty percent of that stadium is going to be 
uh, Chicago, maybe Easily. even more. It's also we think it's it's also the uh, L.A. Chargers. Their fan base is already kind of iffy. So, yeah, no, I, I, we'll see either way. But we do have uh, Darrington Evans on. We're gonna go ahead and bring him on. It's live. Um, let me see here. Make sure you can hear us. Yeah, hey, Darrington. What's good? What's up, What's man? Up? What's up, man? I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. Appreciate y'all for having you, me. Thank you, man. Are you man, still in the hotel? Taking the time out of the day to <laughs> to hop on. No problem. Yeah, man, I'm still in the hotel, man. I've been in a hotel since July. So this is like the new norm for me right now. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, hopefully, hopefully you can call Chicago home. You know, that'd be pretty cool. You know, you, you're here with you're here with us in 2022. Um, yeah. but first of all, Darrington, um, am I saying you're we're saying your name correct, right? Yeah, yeah, you are, you are. I've heard it on the broadcast, but like I'm like, surely they're not getting it wrong. And we know they have like the uh phonetic like spelling or something like that. So yeah. Um, anyways, Darrington, first of all, thank you for hopping on the show. We appreciate it. We know it's game week, so you're taking time just to kind of hop on with us and, and Bears fans. So we appreciate it. First of all, what is it like being back in Chicago, man? Man, I ain't gonna lie, it's weird, bro. Um, you know, <laughs> loved it last year. Um, thought I was coming back um, after the season. And then, you know, things took a turn differently, and I ended up being in one, two, three, four other organizations within a couple of months, man. And then, you know, to come back here in such short notice, man, it was it's kind of kind of shocking, but shoot, exciting at the same time. Absolutely. Darrington, how hard is it to just like hop on a plane <laughs> like, up? Oh, here we go. I got to prepare. I mean, it was what, maybe two weeks before? And then literally getting plenty of snaps, you know what I mean? You go from man. bouncing here, 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 and then it's like, no, you're going to be – one of our main contributors, which you were last week. So how yeah. hard is that? Like, how do you mentally get yourself ready for that? I mean, it's tough. Um, You know, because I, I would say, like, literally the story that everyone asks now is, like, literally I was preparing for – I was in Miami at the time with the Dolphins. Um, And, you know, I watched the I watched the game versus the Commanders where everybody went down. But, you know, I, I figured everybody would be back, really wasn't thinking too much of it. So I was getting ready for our game versus the Giants in Miami. Um, literally just picked up my wife from the airport in Miami. And then I get a call on Friday at like six o'clock. Mind you, I had practice earlier in the day. And my agent calls me. He's like, yeah, so, uh, I got some good news. Um, you know, somebody wants to sign you to active roster. And I'm like, yo, like games are in like two days, like a day and a half. Who's calling trying to sign me to active roster right now? And then once he told me, I was like, it makes sense. Okay. Like I get it. Right. Um, but man, it's it's tough because you know, like I said, I was preparing for another team. Uh, mom wasn't on it. Literally, just picked up my wife from the airport, and literally next day had to leave, and uh, you know, kind of just figure out life at that point again. You think fam a familiarity with the you know, obviously with the scheme and the playbook from last year, being on the team, uh, you know, for the full season. Do you think that contributed to it? Like, was that like the highest factor? Of what kind of brought you back, you think? Uh, I mean, outside looking in, a lot of people would think that, but you got to think, man. Every every year, every team is different. Um, whether it's players, whether it's coaching staff, whether it's scheme, like yeah, everybody wants to grow. So, you know, it's it's some some similarities from last year. It's some similarities from past offense I've been in. Um, but at the same time, it's like once I go to another team. And me being on four different teams, learning four different offenses, look, everything from Chicago was outside of my head. Like, that's not my focus anymore. So um, you could say the, the the familiarity 
help, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there, there are other guys out there that they just felt maybe could have helped them, but at the same time with how quick everything needed to go in. And then, you know, you got to think about how dudes affect the locker room, like how dudes would get along with the running backs in the room, the running back coach, yeah. the offense, the team, like all that stuff plays into it too. So um, definitely it, it helped them probably make that decision, but I feel like it's also everything outside of that too. That's so impressive. I mean, literally you drop things and pick things up. Like you're learning new playbooks and offenses yeah. all the time. That is remarkable while, you know, I, dealing with the other hard things that the NFL brings to the table stuff. So. Yeah. Like it's great. And, like still closing on my apartment in Miami. So it's like life doesn't dang. stop, but at the same time, I don't have any time to, you know, like try and figure that out, you know, uh, like everything up here is like they're just focused on everything up here. So, you know, the good thing for me is I got a good support group. Um, my yeah. wife's been able to help me. My parents been able to help me um, handle everything else. So, you know, for, for guys who don't have that, man, things can be way, way harder. Yeah. All right. So, Darrington, first of all, like switching playbooks, like we do that. I do that in Madden sometimes and it's ridiculously. I'm like, I don't want to I go back, end up going back to it. I can only imagine what real life is like. Yeah. Having to go from you know Mike or the Miami D offense to Chicago, uh, but we do have we want to kind of get to a couple questions just from some of the comments here. So Joe, he said uh, first of all, congrats on the win. Uh, you played a very very good game, almost fifty yards, actually over fifty yards total yards rushing um, and receiving. But he said, um, who was your favorite running back growing up, and what style do you enjoy to run? Yeah, so my favorite running back <laughs> growing up was Ladamian Thompson. Oh, uh, LT, I like watching LT play. <laughs> Um, you know, he's shifty, catch the ball out of the backfield, he runs hard, does what he do. Um, but at the same time, another player I looked up to, because a lot of people don't understand, like when I when I came out of high school, I didn't sign as a running back in college. I didn't I signed as an athlete. Like I was came to okay. school with the understanding that I could play anywhere. So initially I was supposed to come on as a defensive back. Um we ended up at App State, we ended up signing like six DBs in my signing class. And then they're like, All right, we're going to put you on offense. So my my freshman year, my true freshman year, I played. Um, I started out at receiver because that's the area that they were like, all right, we need some help here. We can get you on the field faster. Yeah. This is the way to do it. And then we had a – I think we had one of our running backs had some grade issues, so he couldn't play and didn't find out till the first week of the season. And then uh, we had some other running backs go down with injuries. So I ended up going from receiver to running back and then the next year back to receiver then the next year back to running back so like literally all my bowl games i have all my bowl game rings i got two yeah. at receiver and two at running back so um talent that's yeah. crazy all over it reminds play. me of tyler was didn't tyler scott end up scott, not he ended up yeah. playing he didn't play receiver like because we had him yeah. on the show early like in the off season and and he mentioned that he didn't play receiver till college and yeah. we were like what <laughs> You know, like the talent, though, you're not even playing the position and then you can just go to the NFL for me. Like you just picked like it up. My God, this is what I do. That's like one of the guys. Went, one of the guys I looked up to kind of did the same thing like Percy Harvin. You know, he, he kind of was oh, one of those the Vikings guys. used to torch us all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings. Oh, my gosh. Percy was yeah, that so good. Man. I, I looked up to him in, in the way he plays. So it kind of helped me style my game kind of for of those two guys and then just making it work from there. I can see That's that. Awesome. Like I mentioned to you earlier, like you were, I was watching on the broadcast. I was like, I was like, I didn't know he was this shifty, like it's getting an open space. Maybe just cause you haven't seen it, you know, 
in like yeah. live, you know, in, in a while since, uh, since last yeah. year. So anyways, so you were, you went to high school in Florida, right? So yeah. who was your favorite team growing up? Was it like Miami, like the yeah. dolphins or no, 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 no. You said no, no, no. Okay. I really, I really was more of like a player person. So me, I like, I like LT growing up. I like, um, okay. I like, uh, Randy Moss. I, I, I couldn't help but like Randy Moss. And then once Adrian Peterson, came out i loved ap so it was like i kind of was a player guy followed my yeah. michael Vick around you know when he was going from team to team uh chris johnson was one of those guys uh you definitely had to keep an eye and watch out for so I, I really didn't have a team um you know growing up when i was in florida the florida teams really weren't you know what they are you know what I'm saying they weren't popping like that so uh <laughs> You know, my uncles were all Dolphins fans. A lot of my cousins were Bucks fans. And, you know, a few friends were Jags fans. But, like, nobody really just stood out to me to where I was like, all right, this is my team right here. Yeah, that's true. Actually, they were all garbage. It's fair. We can say it. They were – all three of those teams were garbage when you grew up. They did not start getting good until, like, what, past three or four years. So, yeah, I don't. I don't blame Something you like one bit for being like, "Nah, I'm gonna just follow these players." <laughs> I do like that. Two of your favorite players are the two people that give me nightmares, especially like Adrian Peterson. Like, I loved him, yeah, but hated him at the same the time because that man, that man would drop 300 like it was nothing on it. He would fall at the end, some random fumble which keep us in the game, but that man would go crazy. He would so do his sad. thing though. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We'll never, I'll never see a running back like that again because just how the game has changed. Do you think, do you like, is that from a running back perspective, does that bother you? Does that affect, you know what I mean? Like how you view it or you just think, Hey, that's just the evolution of the game. You, you know, if you got it, you got it. You'll make it work. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you got it, you got it. You make it work. I feel like the only thing that kind of not necessarily hurts the game. now is just like with the longevity, you know, they want you to play for 10 to 12 years, but when it's time for you to get paid, they don't want to pay you. So, you, it's 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 weird being a running back in the NFL. It's like you can't be too good because you may work yourself out of a job. <laughs> True. Yeah. But you can't be, you know, what I'm saying you can't be on the bottom because then you know they just feel like they can replace you. So it's like if you're at the top, they feel they can replace you because you're too much. If you're at the bottom, they feel they can replace you with just a draft pick. So you kind of got to be like one of those. All right, let me do my thing, handle my business, kind of float in the middle, guys. Yeah. But I still gotta pop off, so I let you know I can be one of them top guys. So it's just about it's really just about opportunities. But man, it's it's mm -hmm. it's, it's tough for us because you know it's only three to four, really three on most rosters, but three to four. Um, it's only one of us on the field at a time. It's not like receiver, DB, D line, where you can just rotate and rotate and rotate and have six to eight guys on a roster. Um, right. So it's 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 a lot different. But I feel like you know if you got it, you got it um just play to your strengths that's that's my main right. thing just play to your strengths well with that jonathan taylor actually got paid for his contract i'm hoping we start you know that's precedent to like more come because i'm we're definitely pro like pay you guys because you guys get beat the fuck up excuse my language but like you yeah. guys get beat up every play and it makes no sense in this type of sport that y'all aren't getting paid so and, and and the way I look at it, and, and people call me crazy, like I don't I don't see why running backs don't get paid. Like I would say the running back is the one position on the field where you're asked to do everything and you're asked to do it at an, an elite level. You're asked to you're asked to carry the ball and run the ball at an elite level. You're asked to catch the ball 
at an elite level. You can't be a bad, you can't be a runner, oh, but he can't catch. That's why you shouldn't pay him. So you got to be able to catch at an elite level. You got to be able to block at an elite level. You know, you got tight ends that kind of mm. block and catch. They're getting paid crazy numbers, but, you know, you got to do it in the back, ask to block the same people. He's asked to block at a, a very, like, you know, more times than not running back smaller than the tight end unless you're Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. well, he's bigger than everybody. So, <laughs> you know, when I when I look at it like that, you're asked to run the ball, you're asked to catch the ball, you're asked to block for the ball at an elite level without help. And if you if you are not elite at every single last one, that's the reason why you don't get paid. Mm-hmm. Versus having a pass catching tight end. Well, he's not a blocker. Well, we don't need him to. We're gonna have him catch. That's why we're gonna pay him. Well, you may have a pass catching running back. Let's pay him like a receiver or something like that. But you know, it's the league. They it's find ways to, you know what I'm saying? They find ways to do it. So it is what it of is. Of course. Of course. And the next pass like, blocking alone should get you guys paid because when those linebackers come in through the A gap or something, I would fold. Yeah. Like you guys have to run up to that and throw your body at that. Like Fred Warner coming through. No, thank you. That is that is wild. Thank you. <laughs> You're saying you would fold, and I would, I would die trying to. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They, they would be they saying I'm a fold. out for me. Uh, yeah, there's, but there's Mon- no way. David Montgomery, who you're familiar with, he, he ended up getting paid. You know, was it the biggest contract? No, but that one, honestly, you could say is surprising. Not that he didn't earn it and that, but it was like almost shocking that, you know, a guy like Jonathan Taylor, you know, maybe it was the money they were, you know, weren't kind of meeting in the middle, but it was cool to see at least David Montgomery. I thought it would be with the Bears too, um, but, you know, signing with Detroit. Um, but, Darrington, I have a question for you. I want to kind of switch – you know, obviously in Chicago, the quarterback position is a, it's a huge topic anywhere in the league, but especially Chicago. Um, you, if you, haven't you know, played you, yeah, if you haven't heard Tyson Bajan, you know, his first game, you obviously helped him out a ton, uh, you and Deontay Foreman, but how, what, how was he in that game? Did you see him as a rookie and kind of give us, show us like what it was like to kind of be in that first start with, with Tyson. And what did you, what, what did you, what, what surprised you? I guess you, I could say. I mean, I can't really say what surprised me because, you know, like, I, I, I think of the, the little Uzi Vert meme where it's like my third day out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm new. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm new to being around Tyson. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I wasn't able to see him during OTAs and everything and seeing him right. go from wherever he came in at to where he is now. So, I can't necessarily say anything about growth or, uh, you know, where, where I see his strengths and everything. Like, I'm kind of still trying to figure everything out for me right now. But, you know, yeah. I would say, like, based off the game, like, I feel like he did what he was supposed to do. Like, you know, he managed the game well. Well said. Took care of the ball. Um, and, you know, just put us in a position to win a game. You know, that's that's all you ask for a quarterback in the league. Thank you. Absolutely. No, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you nailed it directly. The point is to go in there and win the game, and that's, the that's game. what he did. So, look, yeah, I, yeah. I don't – look, at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't care if he had two passing attempts or he had – 30 passionate attempts as long as we get the w at the end of the day that's all that matters which has yeah, been it's, rare it's, it's <laughs> yeah which is fair that's why i'm like i don't understand where they're like we want like some people would rather have a pretty loss than like an ugly win and i'm like no, no. we won two games in what like two years like I, i'll take any win possible well, it doesn't that, make any sense you got to think about it right now i'm, a, I'm a, how long y'all been bears fans too long in week 10 of 2009 okay. what what was the quarterbacks like stats that game that's oh true. man week 10 2009 that's grossman was is jay grossman color wasn't there 
Cutler wasn't there yet at all. No, think. he came in 2011, 2010, so just after. Uh, yeah, he, you see what I'm saying, though? No, trust me. We, yeah, yeah, we know. There's a long it list really, of quarterbacks. You know what I'm at, at the end of the day, like, how the quarterback played doesn't really matter as long as he got the win or the loss. Like, you're going to yep. – when you look at the record, that's all you're like. You're going to look at, all right, did we win this game? We won this game. All right, cool. We lost this game. All right, now let me look at the stats. And I feel like when it comes to, like, people like like who are stat people and, like, stat watchers who really don't watch the game – I feel like they take away, like, a lot of the appreciation for the game itself when you got people who literally just look at box score. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, even even this past week, I'll just use me for an example. Like, you see whatever the stats you said at the beginning, but, you know, I feel like if you watch the game or how, like, Deontay, me, like, how we kind of just fed off each other the whole game, yeah. you kind of see, like, all right, he's going and he's doing his thing. All right, like, let's match that. All right, yeah. yeah, I just made a play. All right, hey, bro, you got to go and match that. So it's like when you can kind of get a feel for how the game's going and understand, like, how people are affecting the game outside of looking at a box score, like, you can kind of tell, like, what kind of game it was versus just, oh, this person had two receptions for 15 yards, but you didn't see all the big blocks they made. You yeah. didn't see all the, you know, everything else that helped contribute to the win. So, I don't know. I just feel like people people got to gotta watch games and watch tape and actually understand what's going on tape to kind of really, you know, get a true feel for, for what's going on versus just being a box score person. I don't know. That's like my one. Absolutely. And you don't I agree get the weight of how big the play was in the moment. You know what I mean? Like it could have been a, if you, if you only had two receptions for 13 yards, but one could of them was yards on yeah. a big, on a big third and six, you know what I mean? That kept the drive going where we scored a touchdown. Like that's huge. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. see that because we're watching the games. But, you know, outside people, we well, only had 17 yards. What is that? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, no, he made some crucial, crucial plays. And that's honestly, you nailed it, right? How uh, Deontay and you guys ran that game. I know Tyson did his thing, but without you guys, we don't win that game. Oh. I'm sorry. Like Tyson was <laughs> able, they, they were able to game plan Tyson well because the running game was working so well. And you guys mm -hmm. weren't just like running for two or three yards here. You guys were really pounding it, pounding the rock and go, I think what Deontay got the angry run scepter. So like, and you know, you, you got some big hey, as well. Dope. Hey, let's go. I know. <laughs> yeah. So like we were, it, it was great runs. I want to say this though, the offensive line, Tevin Jenkins, Lucas, but there was one run. I think, it, I think, I think it was Deontay. I'm not sure, but it was on the left sideline and these guys were just killing break. dudes. Like there's about three Raiders that died on that. Yeah. Play. Yeah. 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 There's, uh, there's a screen. Was, I think to Deontay. Yeah, and then Deontay finished it off with, you know, you guys were both running hard. And one thing that I was talking to a couple of my friends here was just there was no drop off, you know, not saying you know, no drop off in regards to like Herbert and Johnson. Like you guys came in and maybe even played better. Like the way that you guys were feeding off each other, there was just, you know, Deontay would go out, take a little bit of a breather. You come in and there was just no break for the Raiders. Like they were just getting you guys were running hard. The offensive line, uh, first of all, like I said, the number one rushing tack last year for the Bears. And it's really starting to show. I think the last two or three weeks right now we have the yeah. number or number two rushing attack in well, the NFL. We're top five. We're top five yeah. overall right now. League mm -hmm. in Russia. And the so. quality of and that's that. what fields being, and that's what fields being out for two weeks or a week yeah. at least. So, so yeah, yeah you, guys well, are, and then, you guys are definitely dogs for sure. Darrington. I, I want to bring up Justin. Cause you did, you kind of, you know him a little bit more than Tyson, obviously, just cause you, you mentioned it. You weren't here at camp. You didn't get to see Tyson all the way through with Justin playing with him last year and just knowing the type of quarterback that he is, there's a lot of questions like, you know, is he a franchise guy? Um, and I don't expect you to answer that, but like, what are your thoughts on Justin as a quarterback and just as a player in the NFL? He was an NFL top 100, 
you know, I think he was 70. What was it, Ficky? 73 yeah, voted the by the players. Like so yeah. anyways, the talent's there. But do you believe he is a franchise quarterback as, as far as terms go in the NFL? They just said you weren't going to ask him. And then oh, ask him. I, that's funny. Yeah, oh, my that's bad. It came, good, came to my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's all good, though. What are your yeah. thoughts on, on fields, man? Look, when it when it comes <laughs> to Justin, I feel like Justin's like a one of one talent. Like you you have everyone, like everyone's gonna have an opinion on everything that goes on. Unfortunately. But I feel like until you get into the shoes and you understand what goes into the game, you like I feel like a lot more fans would appreciate Justin and what he's done for, you know, saying this team and this organization and everything yeah. he puts out there. Um, is he an elite quarterback that can be a franchise quarterback? easily like yeah. I, I i be i get so confused it's, it's crazy like literally <laughs> like when i was in miami when i was in miami and i get on twitter and i see bears twitter because i'm still following everybody and everyone's saying justin's name i'm like what is everybody talking about like i ain't like i haven't watched the games or anything but i'm like bro what is everybody talking about and then i'm like do people not understand they talking about like the justin fields right now saying like he like down talking just i'm like bro y'all gotta understand like what you have right now in this moment yeah. and you know i feel like a lot of times as a fan base or as just people in general you don't know how good you got it until it's not until there it's you know what i mean yep. yeah so i feel like i feel like you know that'll, that'll be one of those things you come back to a couple years from now and then, like you, you start thinking, "Dang, bro, we had it good." Yeah, we had I mean, it if good. he's like, if he's ends up like in Atlanta or something, he's just balling he's out. Go like, off. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know, no, that's already we. It's we. Me and Dave talk about yeah. this all the time. If he goes somewhere else, which we don't want to happen, oh no, I don't. Want the man's gonna go crazy, and then we'll be stuck with who knows who. You know what I mean? He's just so you know, talented, man. And Darrington, he said it. List. He's he's a one of one, just in regards to. You know, obviously the passing, the, the stats aren't there, like Darren said, but it's like everything else he did. Look at last year, how he carried this team um, for a lot of, you know, the, that really long stretch. And it, it is interesting just because like the quarterback is such a such a volatile discussion when it comes to just NFL standards. And every week, you know, Justin Herbert, he, similar. Everyone's like kind of dogging on him a little bit because of the slow start. Joe, Joey Burrow as well. Um, it's just interesting. But yeah, I, 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 say, I say when it when it comes to when it comes to players, like you got to understand in this league, everyone's going to have a different journey. I would say, everyone's not going to come into the league day one and be like you know elite, be that guy. All sometimes it takes people two to three years. Sometimes it takes people four to five. Sometimes it takes people seven years to finally, you know, get to that point. And it's a it's a lot of factors that go into that. It could be opportunity for one. It could be, you know, the system. It could be, you know, the people around, whoever. Like, it's a lot of things that factor into it. Like, it could be management, a whole bunch of things. Like, you got to you gotta look across the league. And then I say, like, the main thing I look at whenever it's conversation about players being in a system and then they go to another team and everyone's like, yo, this dude was not good, but now he's, he's this all-pro player or – this player, this person here was an all-pro player here, but now he's here and he's not doing good. He's a bust. I'm like, bro, like you gotta understand, like when uh, when a team commits to a player or commits to whoever or a coaching staff commits to whoever they have and they believe in those people, and they actually put forth the effort and trying to develop that player, build around mm -hmm. that player, and do everything to make sure that player feels comfortable, that player is gonna succeed. Mm -hmm. Nine yep. times out of ten at any position. 
It can be quarterback. It can be receiver. It can be running back. It could be offensive line. It could be whatever defensive line. Because at the end of the day, you look at the I look at the Eagles. When you look at the Eagles. You got you got a quarterback. You got him some. You got him an offensive line that's elite. You got him some receivers that are elite. Elite. You got him some running backs that are elite. But also on the flip side, that defense. When you look at the line, the D line is elite. So you know what I'm saying? Like you got things to build on to where it's like, yeah, it didn't happen overnight. Things take time, but at the same time, it was a plan put in place. You you got the vision of what you want to do, and as you start getting the pieces, all right, this guy wants this. I feel like this dude plays well with this kind of style of whatever. Let's put our team around this. Boom, and then you just see teams just start popping up. Like everybody was laughing at Cincinnati before they popped off, and then they go to the Super Bowl. And well, how did they get here? Because they've been trying to get things right there. You know what I'm saying? For however long it took. So I feel like, you know, once you once you get a team that kind of builds around the personality and the playing style of the players they have collectively, that's yeah. a that's a scary team to play against. Yeah, me and Dave agree. Like we talked about it's always top down, just like any business or anything, you know, in life, you know, it's always the higher up. If everyone goes all in on you, you're more likely to have more opportunities for success. Right. So we're hoping that's that's the case here. And and a good example of that right now is look at, you know, our rivals over there in Michigan, Detroit Lions, and look at Jared Goff, right? They traded for him, which says, we want you, you know what I mean? And then look what they've done, building around him, the scheme with Ben Johnson, things like that. And he's playing the best football of his life at, what, age 28, 29, like eight, nine years in the league. So, mm-hmm. you're right, everyone's he's different. It doesn't come in and, you know, Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, right? Some people develop a little bit later, so. And even and I would say even then, like, you know, tip my hats off to Detroit. Like everyone was talking about how bad Detroit was, but when you actually look at the games they lost, how many of those games could have been if you change a few plays here, a few plays there, yep. would have been the other way around. Exactly. They they would have been yeah. over five hundred or you know. So it's like again, those are like the box score people just looking yeah. at or they lost this game or you know, whatever, like when you actually watch games and you see like, dang, this team is actually really good. Like everyone's talking about how uh, San Fran lost last night. The Bills lost to the Patriots. Like you got to understand, like no team in the NFL is a bad team. Everybody's professionals. Everybody's elite and are the best at what they do in the world. So there should be no surprise when you got a team that's 17, that's 16 and 0 playing a team that's 0 and 16, and they lose to the team that's 0 and 16. Like, what you mean? It's even playing field. It's based off any given week. Yeah, any given week because you know any given Sunday. Yeah, it's it's not it's not college where you got. All right, we're gonna pay to get the you know we're gonna now pay with nil to get the best guys here, and then you know the worst guys here. It's not it's not that like the NFL is an even playing field. You can't recruit all of the top talent, the top all-pro players to one team and just have the rest of the guys on another team. You can't do that. Everybody here is evenly, you know what I'm saying? Some guys have better strengths than others, and that's all it is. NFL's matchups. Yeah. And when you play somebody, you you know, help. And then you play to it. I think that's why this is such a great sport because you have hope every week because literally you can beat anybody. Anybody. Like you yeah. can literally. I mean, look at the Vikings. Anybody. You said it la- like last night. I mean, who really thought the Vikings were going to beat the 49ers yesterday? 
you know, nah. not the Vikings. Oh, there, yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, so Darrington, I want to get to obviously we, me and Vicky, we both play Madden. You obviously play as well, man. So first yeah. of all, where can we find you? You stream. I know you've been doing on kick. Are you still on kick? Or yeah, you on so, uh, I'm on, I'm on kick primarily now. Um, kick's been okay. doing a good job of, uh, you know, helping content creators grow and, you know, helping yeah. everyone try and do it full time. You know, that's that's something long term. Once football is done, I definitely would love to, uh, you know, be on that side, doing some things full time, yeah. streaming and stuff. Oh. So I feel like kicks a good spot to do that. Uh, Twitch as well, either or like I'll probably end up being on both still. But everything for yeah. me, all socials is it's live, I-T-Z, L-I-V with three E's. But you know, the the gaming side of things, it's it's fun over there. You know, I kind of use it as a way to engage with fans. Like, any questions you want to ask, pull up, come to my chat anytime I'm live. Yeah. I talk to everybody. I got a whole Discord. We talk throughout the whole day. Anytime I'm not in meetings or in practice, like, I probably talk to them more than I talk to my family. So, um, <laughs> you know, I've been I've been doing it since, since my rookie year with COVID year because it's like, you got to think, when I came into the league, we didn't have fans at camp. We didn't have, you know, fans at games. So it's like my way to engage with fans was through gaming, through social media. All right, let me turn my camera on. Instead of you going to Sports Center or whatever platform this is, posting this stuff about the game, we just play the game. All right, I'm about to boot up a stream. Y'all come here. Let's vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that's kind of the way I've done it. I have fun with it. I met a lot. I meet a lot of people across the world they come to games telling me yo i got signs of people saying y'all watch you on twitch i watch you on youtube yeah that's awesome in seattle i'm like dude i never knew this This is crazy so <laughs> like you know any anybody that's like in the community that watched me stream a lot and i see your name in there i make sure like hey, if you had a game i'm gonna try and get you some yeah. get money to sign something and you know i do giveaways and everything with like jerseys cleats everything so that's just kind of something i do on the side that's, That's awesome. awesome. Me and Dave love gaming. We'll, and we'll, we'll make sure to drop the Discord in our in our uh, descriptions so people can join up and join the community. So uh, I already asked you this. Hey. You haven't played it yet. You haven't played it yet. Not yet. I haven't played it yet either. I haven't. I haven't. But I haven't played it yet. So yeah. the first two, and Dave, you got to go back, though, because you just got to go back and play the first two. They're amazing. So. It frustrates me so much, Darrington. I don't know how you feel about PlayStation, you know, being exclusive. I, I'm an Xbox guy. I used to PC, like, back when Warzone really started. And I, you play Mod, you play Call of Duty. I, I've seen yep. you stream. Um, but it's like Warzone. Yes, I, I had a PC for a while. It was great. Is that the modded? Wait a second. That's is that nice. the modded on the back? You got the... Yeah, this is a uh, scuff controller. Paddles? Yeah, that is yeah, a, okay. yeah, I got paddles on mine too. I saw that. So They're sure. very similar. Scuff, I, I used to have like a, a, a light blue one but way back in like... 20, I think it was Infinite Warfare, like way back in those days. Yeah. Right now, I've been using the Elite controller, the Elite 2 mm-hmm. for Xbox. But Scuffs kind of look, they look like PlayStation controllers almost. Like they're very similar. Yeah. Um, they do a good job. But anyways, good job. so Darrington, yeah, far I'm, I'm, as like, yeah, as far as franchise mode, I want to, I know we got to get you out of here, but do you, do you, Vicky's big into franchise. I am, you know, here and there, but do you, are you into that for as far uh, as Madden, like the franchise? I mode? was, I was until I started moving around. Um, okay. <laughs> so, like, generally, what I would do every year is uh, whatever team I'm on, I'd, I'd do a, you know what I'm saying, franchise mode of that team and kind of just yeah. build around it with myself as, like, one of the main players. 
and uh, you know, just kind of have a story throughout the the whole year. So I do week one with whatever team during week one. Let my uh Twitch and Kick community uh live stream yeah. watch it. Tell me what they want to do. All right, what's the goal for this game? Do y'all want to get a, a hundred yards receiving or a hundred yards rushing? So it's kind of like. That's fine. whatever whatever the chat wants to do nine times out of ten that's what we're gonna do and then I'll turn that into a YouTube video push it out turn that YouTube video into TikToks push it out so yeah I, I do Mark's that fault. but also I I, I do it it's on a business NCAA as well <laughs> yeah you know what I mean cool. I do it on uh, NCAA I got the um the mod of that but that's the mod fourteen stuff at home so can't yeah. wait for that to come out yeah I, I do a lot of dynasty rebuilds on there. Uh, okay. oh, yeah. yeah, I did. I ended up doing one with uh, Colorado once Coach Prime signed there, and that I did pretty well on YouTube. So I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty into the franchise stuff. And look, I can connect you with some of the Madden guys on YouTube that yeah. do franchise stuff. So just let me know. Absolutely, yeah, big franchise. I'm I'm in like an online community that we've been doing for like two Maddens now with like a full league, 32 people. So yeah, we we're all about that stuff. Gotcha. One of my, so, I'm sure you've heard of him. One of my TD, uh, TD Barrett on YouTube. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's a huge, yeah. he's a huge Titans fan. So once I got drafted to Tennessee, yeah. me, me and TD Link. Because you were fire. drafted, you were drafted by Tennessee. Like what you said, Kobe or 2020. I think mm -hmm. it was like third round. Third, yeah, third. round. Yeah, that, that's. So first of all, I guess we'll end with this, Darrington. We, we got to get you out of here. I know, uh, but. As far as just tell me why Chicago is the best place you've been in the NFL. You know, like why is it the best team? You know, is it the vibes? What is it, man? No, for real. What is your favorite team that you've been on, and and what is it like just playing for you know coming back and and playing for the Bears? Look, you especially might, in front you might, of you, might get me in trouble with this one. Uh, <laughs> I would say the it's. I'm not gonna say the best. I'm gonna say the craziest experience I've had. Because I, I, I got to be completely honest with this one. Because I, I tell yeah. the dudes in the locker room, like, they ask me, like, the different teams I've been on and how it, how it is. But I feel like even as as a, as a Bears fan and as an NFL fan, everyone kind of already thinks that. But, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen was in Buffalo, bro. Like, I don't, different. Know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, yo. Breaking tables. I, I came here last year. I'm like, oh nah, Chicago got this, bro. Like it's it's 20 degrees outside. Everybody's still out here. Like our record isn't all that, but everybody's still at the games going crazy. Oh yeah, Chicago <laughs> got the like this place is crazy. Like I'd be inside. And then like I didn't really notice, like I knew of Buffalo being wild, like to jump through tables and stuff. Mm -hmm. But until I saw it in person, I was like, what? Crazy. They're so like crazy bro, we, we, we had we had camp in buffalo at a college and then um our first once we broke camp our first practice back in buffalo was an open stadium practice right mm -hmm. when i tell you it was just a regular practice no scrimmage how many people do you think they had in that stadium how, how big is the stadium do you know how many they can fill that it, it's got to be like eighty thousand or something right? probably yeah probably anywhere from like 70 to 80 that's great yeah that's they probably have what like yeah, I know we're so small. I'd say probably like forty thousand people in there. They had like forty-five to fifty thousand people. That's, That's crazy. like literally, literally, it was traffic getting into practice. Yeah, people are tailgating for a practice, <laughs> but at the same time, it makes sense because, like, you know, Buffalo is one of those cities to where, you know, it's like no, like it's nothing to do besides. Right, right, yeah, know, it's not Chicago. It's not Green LA. Bay. Of you know, York. think of yeah, like kind of think like Green Bay. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 a it's a NFL 
team placed in an area that's kind of very rural and very, you know, less populated. But at the same time, like they they cherish it. They cherish it a lot. So, like, yeah. you know, seeing that, it made me, like, appreciate the teams I have been on. Like, I've been in some great places, yo. Like, here, even my little bit of time in Miami was, like, especially with, like, you know, everything going on with all the players they got. Like, I, I actually, like, it makes me appreciate, like, you know, like, my journey. Like, I know I've been all over the place the last 12 months. Um, but I kind of was just telling my wife, like, it's it's a blessing to be able to do this thing and, you know, see the different cities I've been in, meet the people I've been around. And then, like, I think I made a tweet the other week of, like, I really played with a lot of future Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> without even really, like, you know, thinking about it. I really played with a lot of future Hall of Famers over my, like, my career so far. But, you know, Chicago, man, they y'all do a good job, bro. And, you know, especially with me, like, Chicago got my heart. Chicago is probably the, yeah. the main fan base that showed me love, bro. Good man. Well, we're gonna we're gonna continue to do that too, man. Like, hopefully, I I, I know it's selfish, but I hope you stay. You know, stick stick around. I know the, the yeah. quality and the depth on that running back room is is crazy, which is is cool. You know, especially for the you know the, the Bears and his fan base, it's just fun to see. Um, mm -hmm. But Darrington, one last thing um, before you go, um, go ahead and just go ahead and like give us your your socials one more time. Um, kind of your you, I don't know. You're not you're you're not gonna be able to stream right now just because you are kind of. Still figuring it all out. Oh, so what does I don't know. Look at look like? <laughs> <Just make You're... laughs> He's got it ready. <laughs> He's got the mic and everything. <laughs> oh. Hey, I, I, I would say uh, with with being with being in a hotel since July, I've become a pro. Yeah, yeah trying easily. to figure out ways to you know maneuver. So I feel like you know with me being in a hotel for that long, man, like yeah. I'm, I'm locked in with football, but at some point, man, being in these four walls and not being in a big space, like it gets, you know, it gets oh, kind of cabin fever. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, I, I found a way to, to kind of get myself into my old norm of being able to stream or at least being able to talk to people because it's like, you know, I ain't even got my wife up here. She's still back at home. So I got to find something to do outside of football to keep me locked in and keep me sane. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, we, we will be, but uh, you know, everything is it's live, I T Z L I V yep. with three E's. I'll probably I'll send you the link and uh you know I'll, you, yeah, you, we'll we'll attach it to uh it'll be in the description. We'll update it for sure, man. Um gotcha. super easy. It's live, um, and we'll have everything in the video description as well. But dude, thank you again for hopping on. Uh hope you have a yeah, great week. Real. And like I said, if you ever need anything, let us know and you know, hopefully you can win this week, man. I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all. All right. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Darrington. Yep. Thanks. All right, Ficky. Well, definitely appreciate. Um, let's see here. Switch it real quick. Appreciate yeah. Darrington hopping on. Again, we're going to have all his uh, info link, uh, both Instagram, everything. All socials will be in the description for YouTube. Go ahead and give him a follow if you are. If you're a Bears fan, first of all, he's just an amazing individual, awesome content outside of football but also has some funny tweets in just regards to football and really cool content behind the scenes just when it comes to being at Hallis Hall, being on the field, and being with, you know, all these teammates. So why are you chuckling, Figgy? No, because <laughs> he, he, he is pretty funny on Twitter. He's pretty funny on Twitter. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, before, before we, again, shout out to Sedarrington hopping on and just talking ball with us for almost like 30, 40 minutes. So, oh, that was our easy he, August guest. So I appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, he just – I mean, it's great. You love when people hop on here and just, yeah. you know, love to talk and – talk about the things they want to talk about. So I think there's yeah. a lot of good tidbits in there that 
you wouldn't get, you know, from other interviews. You only get that exclusively here on the BFR pod. You know what I mean? So give us a like, a thumbs up, you know, make sure you hit the notification bell if you want more awesome content like we have here. And again, for our Apple and uh, pod, uh, Spotify podcast listeners, go ahead and give us a review on there. Um, and yeah, we just appreciate wherever all you of you that podcast. decided to be here. Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts. Not as formal as you yet. I'm going to have to get that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, more importantly, <laughs> show some love to Darrington. You know, Chicago Bear, he, he's, he was here last year with us. He went through, you know, obviously a crazy season last year. And now he's back and he's making an impact, man. I know he's he's so humble. Um, and oh, yeah. Because he he's really he is really a really good underrated running back in this league. So he talked about opportunity, and I believe he needs he needs one, and hopefully it's here in Chicago. Either way, he's going to get it, and he's going to make he's going to make it make it work in the league because he's he belongs here. So shout out to him. Absolutely. If you're enjoying the pod, uh, we are going to go ahead and talk Bears versus Chargers a little bit more in depth. Um, but it, go ahead and leave a like, uh, sub to the channel if you you're enjoying the content. Want to stick around for? Uh, and again, we'll be back next on Sunday night, late Sunday night after the win against the Chargers, of course. Um, and it'll be fun. So hit that notification bell. Um, and Ficky, man, we're going to get to bold predictions. We're going to get to the Chargers defense that you kind of touched on early on in the show. So yep. I kind of actually want to start there. Tyson Bajan, Justin Fields, who's better for the team moving forward? I want to start right now before, as I hit my mic, <laughs> what is the Chargers defense looking like? And what is it? how are we feeling Tyson might be able to do? What can he cook up on Sunday night football? Yeah, so let's assume, right, because it what feels is doubtful. So let's assume that he is going yeah. to be that right starter. And that is the case. I'm this this Chargers defense, I think right now is ranked if you look at points allowed, I think they're 22nd in the league with how many points they have allowed. I think they have the 29th ranked rushing defense or something like that. So, you know, that pairs well with you know, we're a top five rushing offense. And we went back, you know, yeah. in the beginning of the show, I talked about what if you or even Darrington said, right, Tyson came in and managed the game, right? The play calling helped with that, and then obviously him executing. If we want to see similar results, I think we're going to need to do similar things that went well, and that is rushing the ball well, right? Which aligns with this pretty bad, I would say, defense, right? They have good players on there, like Bosa, obviously, Derwin James, they have Khalil Mack, um, but like when it comes to actual execution, they have not been able to do it so far consistently in the six games that they played, and that's why they're two and four. So I just think that there actually are a lot of holes in this defense to which benefit, you know, if we're going to be run heavy and have a backup quarterback, this is the type of defense that I think aligns well with Tyson Bajan. So hopefully we can see yeah. run heavy, play action off that, couple boots that we saw last time, right, and, and those worked out well. And then just consistently moving it down the field. So if we can, I think they're uh they are on third down, right? They're giving up like 62% as a defense, right? That's pretty bad. Like third down is where you get people off the field, obviously, right? Typically, that's that's like a big, I'd say, not to be a stat guy, but it's a big key factor in determining how well your defense is, right? That third down percentage in your red zone defense. So they give up that much. And then also in the third and fourth quarter. On, on third downs, they give up even more, which is like 70%. So even in the more crucial, the crucial times in the second half, they're not doing it. So with all that said, it, it, it does. I just want us to know that like the team that we just faced, the Raiders, even the commanders previously before our two wins were against better defenses. So I don't yeah. think it's too far-fetched to think that the, the top five rushing offense 
right, can run the ball down this bottom 10 defense and bottom five rushing defense. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, I want to flip it here to the offensive side of the ball because the last two quarterbacks, Sam Howell, no offense to him, Brian Hoyer, you know, longtime vet, been in the league. But Justin Herbert is a different type of player. Obviously, he struggled a little bit occasionally this year. But the Chargers have the 12th overall best offense, according to PFF. Um, so, obviously, their defense is lacking. You kind of questioned uh, – you kind of uh, mentioned it. They have the 27th worst run-blocking um, defense on PFF, according to PFF. So, this is just a different kind of grading scale. You know, everyone knows pro football focus. So, take it with a grain of salt. Some people love it. I like some stats on there, um, you know, some more than others. Their overall defense, uh, let's see here. Um, according to PFF, they 20, are 26th. 21st. Oh, 26th. Wow, yeah, worse. So yeah. they are graded at 60.7. Um, to kind of put that in perspective, the Bears are the 29th. They're kind of, they're moving forward. Like they're moving yeah. up just over these last three weeks or so. Um, so again, but they have a lot of ground to make up. So they're at 29th um, worst defense in the NFL according to PFF. Their grade is a 50.1. So it is what it is. Uh, the pass rush um, for the Chargers is 22nd in the NFL. Khalil Max over there. Bears fans are familiar mm -hmm. with him. He's going to be Absolutely. a – I mean, I think he's going to be a monster. I don't know. Our offensive line has been playing very, very well, but it's like Mac. how many sacks did he have a couple weeks ago? Six, six, six by himself. So it's like, is he going to wake himself up to play revenge against his game. former team? A revenge Cleo Mack game. I know he we talk about revenge games. This is very possible on national television. He, yeah, he typically plays well on revenge games. History shows. And primetime. So, yes. So, but you know what? We did do well again. We had a great game plan versus Max Crosby. And I think Max Crosby right now in his career is better than Khalil Mack. Not like as a career as a whole, but like I think he's been, you know, he's more in his prime. And obviously there's a big age difference there. But yeah, so if we yeah. can play similar, similar game plan, similar style, then I think we can come away with this win for sure. Absolutely. Well, again, their defense chargers, I think, I think um we have Bryson here. He he said it perfect. Uh, we'll get to Alexis here in a minute, but got to stop Herbert. And that was I was getting to is the offense is going to score. I think they're going to score points against this Bears defense. Um, even though it's been playing better, I just think Justin Herbert is going to be able to kind of he's going to be able to pick it apart a little bit, have their moments, have their drives where I think they're going to put up at least 20, 24 plus points against the Bears. I'll be shocked if the, if it's less, just because I think they are a potent offense and the Bears defense as good as it's looked, they have not played. Uh, a Justin Herbert type quarterback uh, in a in a little bit here, so I think True, the last best quarterback stat. was Mahomes. Yeah, here's a big one though because we're looking at you know we talked yeah. about injuries are you know injuries that are happening. The big one is their center. Their center is a really good center in the league. Uh, Corey Lindsley with games with with men they average 27 points per game. Without him, they've been averaging to, uh, 19. So it's okay. obviously not the same. I think that's I think that's right. But basically, like, you know, I think he's out. And then also Mike Williams is out as well. So, um, well, at least, you know, again, we don't know until Friday. But I think Mike Williams is on IR still this week. Um, I think Eckler's, Eckler played last week, so I think he'll be back. But they are missing some pieces on that key offense. Obviously, I do agree. Herbert is that dude, right? He is a uh, the best quarterback this defense has faced, minus Patrick Mahomes so far. 
So, yep. you know, it, we, they will be put up to the test. But the good thing is, the good thing is I do feel very comfortable about this rush defense. The rush defense the past two weeks has played well against, you know, I mean, Josh Jacob, the O-line wasn't like, wasn't terrible. Um, but mm-hmm. they played well in the past two weeks, including we've seen a lot of uh, improvement with Zach Pickens and Jerome Dexter in there. Watching a bunch of 22, where like obviously they're not they're still rookies and whatnot, but they they've significantly improved from what we've seen in week one. As they so that's, exciting that's what you news. want to see, yeah. Right. And then obviously, TJ Edwards is balling up this year against the Ooh. run, even against the pass. Edmonds, and too. But those Edmonds linebackers, is, yeah. Sanborn, I'm cutting you off. Sanborn now, playing great again. Good god, no, man, they're, they're the linebackers are good. really. Really surprising us. I want to get to Alexis Jade real quick, um, which I believe if this is the Lex Jade on Twitter, on Bears Twitter, uh, she has the Chicago Bears podcast. I think it's Chicago, S-H-E, playing words there. But go ahead and check her out. But she has a great comment here. Looking like Bajan's chance to show off his arm this Sunday. Chargers will be expecting horizontal game. Need to go vertical. I kind of agree with that 100%. Vicky, what do you think, man? I'm more like just run the ball first. If that works, <laughs> then you're going to be able to do whatever you want. Like, well, let's, I mean, let's let's make it easy. They're going to be able to. Yeah, I think so too. Well, in any given Sunday, right? We just talked about that. But That's on true. paper, going in, it looks it like should. the matchup is in our favor, right? So I would want them to get that run game, and then I think. I think we will see more vertical passing if that run game is working, to be honest, because I don't know if they'll be ready for it. And I think, you know, they'll build on the offense from the previous weeks. So, yeah. so that, that should be good. Well, Vicky, let's get to our keys to the game. Bears versus Chargers. And then we'll talk Justin Fields, Tyson Bajan a little bit. And then we'll do our bold, bold predictions along with our, you know, our final predictions for Sunday. Um, so, gotcha. Vicky, I'll let you start, man. What's your first uh, kind of key uh, to the Bears, I guess, pulling the win here on, on primetime? Yeah, well, I, I think I've, I've, I've run the ball as ten minutes. Run the run the fucking ball, okay? Like let's let's run it. It's looking good. Let's give our boy uh, Darrington some good amount of carries. Yeah. Deontay, keep that same up. Let's go ahead. Both of you win scepter again. So I think I think if we can do that, if we can get the ground game established, it's going to open up so much, right? And in the NFL, like there's nothing more tiring to a defense than getting the ball run down your throat play after play. So I think that really will help us keep. keep you know, time management, right, of we'll have our time of possession on our side. And I think that'll allow us to open up a lot of play action. And I think we'll have more big plays this week compared to last. So that's my biggest yeah. key to the game. What about you? I'm not surprised there. That's a good one. <laughs> I didn't know if you're going to go off the bat with, the, you know, run the ball because I was going to steal that if you didn't. So <laughs> it was anyway, too easy. I had to. So we have Justin Herbert here. My, one of my biggest keys to the game um, is going to be winning the turnover battle. Um, they did it last week. They're going to have to. So Justin Herbert, he has for his stat line on the year, he is at uh, 67, uh, com- 67% completion percentage, uh, 15 over almost 1600 yards, 10 touchdowns, only four interceptions, 97.1 QB or rating. So it's like he's obviously he struggled a little bit, but those are some still good stats. And good Justin numbers. actually has more touchdowns than Justin Herbert, and he's played one less game. I'm not trying to say anything there, but mm. I just find that surprising. <laughs> but for me, it's like you have to win the turnovers here. You're, I would like to see at least a pick or two from uh, at least one um, interception and then maybe a strip sack or just a fumble. Just win the turnover battle, however that is, whether it's 2-1, 1-0. You're going to have to kind of get a break here, maybe short field for Bajan. Um, I know we talked about maybe stretching the ball you know, vertically, throwing deep 
It's just I don't believe Tyson. I know he said it himself that he has a pretty big arm, and you'd expect you know any quarterback in this league to be able to do that and and stretch the right. field. I just don't know if he has Justin Fields esque where he can really you know stretch the defense and and kind of get it all yeah rip it down sixty you know forty fifty yards on a rope. I just haven't seen Tyson do that in the NFL yet. Obviously, he has some crazy highlights in college. It's just obviously it's a, it's a different ball game. But I would love to see that rooting for him. I want to see them kind of have some electric plays outside of just. Um, you know, dip, dink and dunk and everything like that, even though it worked, I just don't know if it's going to necessarily, you know, work against this team where they are, they have some film on Tyson now, right? They understand kind of what he's going to do. So for me, it's like win the turnover battle. And that starts with Tyson keeping, you know, I know we're saying stretch the field, throw it downfield, but it's like, you got to win this turnover battle. Otherwise it's going to get, it could get ugly um, in my opinion. So that's my first key. Second key, Vicky, where do you want me to go? You know, I'm good. Actually, uh, I got to just comment because this is what I was actually going to go with. I say, let's Damn. get DJ Moore going. You know what I mean? So thanks, yep. Bryson. We're thinking the same here. But, like, let's 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 get him back to the 8-7 receptions type of game. If he can if he can kind of take over, he, he doesn't need to go yards? for <laughs> yeah, say, He doesn't need to go for 30 but, like, That's you know, crazy. let's see an impactful game from him. Let's see an impactful game from him because if we have the running game going and DJ Moore's going – I promise you that's a dub. There's absolutely no way that's not a dub. Unless the defense gave up 800 points. Do you know what I mean? So if we can get both of those going, then we'll be good. Yeah. And now, Shane, here, question, does he have the velocity to throw it downfield? I, I mean, it's an I NFL think he does. Yeah. But it's like, but there's windows, even throwing deep down the field where you kind of have to, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's hard to not feel like he he can't just because it is as you said an nfl type nfl caliber arm and quarterback so but dj Moore, i love that because i'm looking at the stat line that 230 game where he had 230 eight receptions for 230 yards i mean three touchdowns that is that is crazy that like a couple years we're gonna look back and be like did he he really did that he really did that so i would love to see it he had 54 yards he actually had eight receptions um against the um the raiders but only for 54 yards again that's why i'm like that dink and dunk, they have it on film now. They know. I, I know the defense is not great, but as you can see, it's the NFL. They are going to take away at least yeah, one, if not a couple things that Tyson did well last week just because it's an NFL defensive. You know, they're going to game plan. It's what they're going to do. The Bears are going to have to switch it up. They're going to have to throw in some, some twists there if they want to kind of, I think, avoid a very, very bad offensive outing. But my second key to the game – this one's hard because I I know I went turnovers and I don't want to stay on the defense, but I kind of I kind of need to because I think Justin Herbert him playing well. Um, one way to stop that is I know we talk about it getting pressure. So I'm not saying get get five sacks, but try to for, make him uncomfortable, man. Like you cannot let him get back there or sit back there and just have four or five seconds. Otherwise, it's going to be. He's going to find he's that good of a quarterback where he's going to make you pay. If you give him over three, four five seconds in that pocket, he might roll out. We understand that he's similar to Justin, not the best at not, not the same type of athlete, but he's a, he's a, he's very, you know, capable as far as, you know, at the quarterback yeah, position goes. So I think if the bears can get a sack or two, but more importantly, just make him uncomfortable, get that internal clock sped up a little bit. And I know Andrew Billings, I know they've played better Yannick and Gakwe, couple of these guys they just gonna have to really make it awkward for him instead of just allowing him to 
sit back there and kind of pick his part like you know Aaron Rodgers used to do or something like that. So for me, pressure, pressure, pressure. Otherwise, it, for me again, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know where I'm gonna. I don't even know how I feel as far as predictions go at the end of how I'm feeling for this Sunday night game. But um, that's my second one, Vicky. Final, final key to the game. Yeah, my final one. I, I got a stat for you. I really do be sound like a sad guy after Derek did said you know, these box score guys. Yeah, I do watch the game though. So let me see your notepad, there. sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> this defense is uh, when you look at their series results. Defense series results. Seventy. Let me see. Let me find them here. I think it's like seventy-seven percent of their defensive series results in a touchdown or a first down. So that means like, yeah, you're moving the ball on this team. So my third key goes to third down. We need to have an efficient third down conversion rate, right? Because what I, how I expect us to win this game is not big plays, right? If Fields is in, I'd be like, look, you know, it may not be that we convert all these third downs. It's just like Fields makes a crazy run. Field makes a crazy throw to DJ. Like, that's more big play type of game. With Tyson, it's going to be a lot of running. And even still, if they try to shut off the short passing, there's going to be some short passing. So I feel like if we can convert and have an effective, you know, conversion rate on third down, let's just say what, like 13 series, we go eight for 13. Like, that's how you win the game. You know what I mean? So third downs, converting those, not having a drive where you go three and out or a first down and then three and out. Like, let's march it down the field getting field goal range or if not at least we're playing the field position game you know what i mean we can't be having those three and outs we got to give ourselves you know allow for the time of possession right because it benefits that helps the field game and then obviously you start to get in field goal range and now you're getting points on the board so that's my third and uh final key to the game we kind of stole what i was going to talk about was just time of time of possession uh i think the bears that was one of my that was my final key is just obviously being able to run the ball is huge and they won't be able to, you know, win the time of possession if they don't run the ball, unless they're getting turnovers, like I talked about earlier. Right. So I won't go with time of the possession. My final key for this one is don't get, don't get out coached. Um, and that, that's gonna be tough with this coaching staff, um, because I think it. We'll get to our I don't know though. I, final. No, I, I don't know though, because I know Staley Stanley, is on the hot seat. Staley, yeah, Staley, yeah. But again, to be an ex but yeah, Fluce, He's a great defensive head coach, but like they can't adjust midway through games, in my opinion. Like it's tough sometimes. I I, I don't haven't I haven't seen them do it consistently at least. And so for I would this say one, it's been better with Fluce as the DC. Oh, he's I a great defense coordinator. Worse. I, yeah, really I think it was better. worse than the adjustments with uh, yeah. With the I just don't. DC, two things. I'll, I'll do two more keys that win the time of possession and then don't get out coached in the second half. Just because we've seen it time and time again where it's like. Things might be working or it's a close game. Whatever the the scenario is, heading into that second half, whether it's a penalty to start your first drive on defense or offense, just don't get out coached. Again, you know, make it I don't I would rather lose, you know, a really close game than see this team, you know, just unable to produce in the second half, whether it be offensively or just have no answers for what the Chargers might kind of switch up you know, in that second half going against the Bears defense that again has been, you know, trending upward, but it's like, we'll, we'll see. So that's my final, I guess, two, two keys to the game. Uh, but Vicky, I want to move to Justin Fields, Tyson Bajan. Justin, if you're him right now, I'm not sure what you're thinking. I, I'm sure he wants to get out there. He wants to play. Of uh, course. I, he's been a great teammate. We've talked, we've heard stories about Tyson's talked about it. He talked about it today on, on the radio about how great Justin has been for him 
and just been encouraging. So I'm not going to pin it that he's, you know, wanting to get out there because he's, you know, worried about his job. But it's like, if Tyson goes out there Sunday and he does light this team up, it's like, no matter what happens, there's going to yeah. be a thought in his head where it's like, oh shit. You know, it's like, Tyson's got a ball now. And like, not that he's overstayed his welcome because I think a lot of fans outside the, maybe a minority, they still believe Justin could still be a quarterback. And some people obviously believe, you know, his time might be up because of just the draft capital, Caleb Williams, Drake may, but I want to know what your thoughts are. Justin versus Tyson. Who would you want to play? Oh, in Justin. Okay. Adjust. Well, no, 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 no. We'll move okay. to the next topic. Both, both. No, no, no. I'm saying both healthy, no. right? If, the, if there's no yeah. issue with like gripping the ball and he can do whatever he needs to do, it's gonna be Justin. Yeah, nothing against Tyson. Tyson did well, but I, I'm gonna go with the more talented quarterback, uh, and we're gonna go Justin there. My issue isn't Tyson versus Justin. My issue is Justin versus a new coaching staff, and draft capital to where they want to decide to move on. Darrington made a great point. And before we get to the super chat, I'll finish this up. Darrington said, Hey, when a team wants to go all out for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you start to thrive. So the question that I have, which I don't know the answer to is looking at this organization. What does Ryan Poles think of Justin Fields and this coaching staff? Does he think, Oh, we're going to go all in for both. Does he think, oh, no, coaching staff's gone. Fields is the next guy I bring in. They're going to stick with Fields. Or does he think, uh-uh, total reset, and then now we go a different direction. So I I, I think Tyson is going to be in this league for a while. I hope it's with us. I would love that um, because quarterbacks do get injured. But when it comes to comparing the two, I'm going to go with my boy Fields. I, I don't think that's a real uh, controversy. And then yeah. before I get to you, let's bring up that uh, super chat real quick from Tito again. Appreciate you, Tito. He said, I think we keep fields and just build around him. Do what Detroit did. Off sucked for a minute. The Lions built everything to set him up for success. Absolutely. That's, again, I always have to reiterate this because I'm not anti-fields. That's what I want. I just don't know if that's what's going that's to happen. Because, do. right, it, and, my, and really the big key is the coaching staff. If there's a whole new coaching staff, there's a whole bunch of unanswered questions about how they feel about a guy that's already gone through two coaching staffs that also isn't their hand-picked guy, right? And then the main question is, how does Ryan P, uh, Poles feel about Fields? Because if Ryan Poles says, that's my guy, then the, the uh, head coaching staff he brings in is going to be aligned with that. He would not bring in people that don't think Fields is that guy and they want to build around him. So that's the real question. We don't have the answer to that. We probably won't get the answer to that anytime soon. But I agree. I hope yeah. I can keep my Fields jerseys. We can keep supporting him because he's the most talented quarterback to ever step foot in Hallis Hall. End of discussion. No, absolutely. Um, I, I'm totally on board. Justin, if he was healthy, maybe if he was like 95%, I think he should play. It all depends on if he can grip the football and, you know, actually throw a right. spiral. That's important, you know, as far as playing quarterback on Sunday. So for me, it's like Justin, there was a Adam Hogue. He talked about, he pointed out a play that was very, very interesting. And I thought it was perfect analysis as far as just like being able to showcase what these quarterbacks do and do differently. There was a play where Tyson, he stayed in the pocket. I could bring it up, but I'll try to describe it. He's staying hanging in there in the pocket where you might see fields maybe, float to the left, you know, maybe, you know, maybe run, maybe dump it off to Darrington for a play that could have been like almost 20, 30 yards pickup for him. But 
Tyson Bajan, what he did was he stayed in there. He hung in there, was scanning. He found Tyler Scott, I believe, over the middle. And it was a first down. Awesome yep. play. Again, Adam Hoke, he, he talked about how it could have been different with Fields where if he would have rolled out, which Justin likely does there, yeah. he's probably scoring a 52-yard touchdown because there was so much open space and Justin is that type of athlete. Um, he said two things, which is the key part. He said either Fields holds the ball for too long and gets sacked or yeah, maybe. he takes it off. So that's the thing about Fields is like uh-huh. – it's like, you know, that, that's why he's so polarizing because it's like when he does his good, he does great. You know what I mean? Like he is one yeah. of one, like Barrington said, right? But the bad sometimes is so bad that you're like, well, mm, all these question marks, right? Um, and so, like you said, like hopefully we see more of that. Hopefully, not even us. It doesn't matter what the hell yeah. we think. And I, I hate to Poles do that. Thinks that. That, yeah. that, that there's I hate the hypothetical too, but it is fair to point out that Fields he he does maybe he doesn't maybe he finds that read maybe he finds Tyler Scott right there because he, he has shown Good. a case that he can make that type of play of that course. read and stay in the pocket. But it, it's almost fair to say that you know going into you know coming in as a prospect from college this was something he struggled with, but it didn't help that his offensive line and Matt Nagy and everything Garbage. all the chaos around him over the last few years it's like those habits kind of were ingrained on him and we talked about you know how terrible this is starting to get for him and are you worried all of these questions that we had a year and a half ago and it's like here we are again Tyson Justin looked like you look at that Pittsburgh game I know in his rookie season against the Monday night uh, against the Steelers yep he was a completely yep. different quarterback completely different quarterback as far as just hanging yep. in there he was making some plays with his legs he just looked different so for me I just thought it was interesting and I thought it was a fair analysis as far as you know Two types of quarterbacks. One's a rookie. One's in his third. Wait, third year? Yeah, third year. Yeah, third and year. Uh, I'm losing track, man. But it's like it is interesting because it's like, do you want the guy who's going to make the read, stay in the pocket, or do you want a guy that is going to be a playmaker? Not that Tyson isn't, but Fields is on a right, different right. level, man. And so for me, when yeah. it comes to that Tyson versus Justin, I understand everyone has their preferred type of quarterback, but I'm going with Justin just because I believe the ceiling and the talent just from oh, it's everything. Way Physicals is just so much higher. And, and I know just to say that because yeah, that, yeah. And here's the thing. I could be totally wrong. And I hope maybe five years from now, I'm like, wow, shame on me for thinking Tyson was just a backup. And he ended up being like a pro bowl caliber, all pro right. type quarterback. Anyways, would love that to happen. But just as of right now and what we can, what we see and yeah. what we believe in, and or as far as what I believe is, is Justin just being the superior type quarterback. And of course, athlete. I mean, so, at the end of the day, Justin was drafted in the first round. Tyson's undrafted free agency. So uh, yep. this isn't like a bold claim here that Justin has a higher ceiling than Tyson, right? It's not we, – we didn't make that decision. This is what the league felt as well. So, of course, I think our first-round quarterback that we traded up to get that broke records last year – probably has a higher ceiling than our backup quarterback, right? I, it's, it's, it blows my mind that, like, this is even a con- – not yeah. on you, but I'm just like Twitter world. It's like this, this con- – yeah. there's no controversy at all. It's good that Tyson is playing well. Uh, that's not a bad thing. But to think that he is now the future compared to Fields, if anything, <laughs> it's more likely that it's should neither that Fields. The title. And, I know, right? It, Tyson it, it's the future. That it, Oh my goodness! Talk about clicks, right? Uh, it's, it's more likely that neither of them are the future, and it's you know whoever the draft pick is. So it's it's yeah. not Tyson versus Justin; it's Tyson or Justin versus 
who's whoever we draft next year. So that's what we got to figure out. I don't know if we're ever going to figure it out um, just because we don't have, you know, we're not in the office. We have no idea what Ryan Poles thinks, or even if Ryan Poles is going to be here, because like Alexis said in the comment here, she said the biggest X factor on the decision is Kevin Warren. So does Kevin Warren even think Justin Fields is the guy or Ryan Poles is the GM or this coaching staff deserves another chance? Like there's so many questions that's why I like this Bears team is crazy to follow. There's so many questions every year that we don't seem to have answers about. And, you know, hopefully that will start to change because good teams don't have that many questions that they have to worry about. Right. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm this QB controversy is not it's not fucking real, guys. Do you remember not, when so. all we worried about was a kicker? <laughs> Yo, that kicking competition was wild. Matt coming back. Good time. What was that 20, 2019, the kicking competition? That's hilarious. Yeah, summer. Yeah, that, that was garbage. Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. The season to follow uh, after that. Ugh. Evan, uh, before we get to our bold, or our bold predictions and predictions, uh, long show, but Evan, a uh, member of our group chat on Twitter, awesome, awesome guy. But he said, Did I miss Evans? Talking about Darrington Evans. Yeah, he's at the beginning of the pod. So if you're just tuning in now or if you're listening to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, beginning of the podcast, Darrington joined the show for about 30, 40 minutes. Uh, just really yeah. great conversation. Check him out again. We'll have all of his information in the YouTube description. Uh, and give him a follow. Just an awesome dude. Great individual. And, of course, sub to the pod um, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts on YouTube. Just helps help support the show. And we're so close to 2,000 subs on YouTube. So once we get there, we're going to do Hell an awesome yeah. giveaway, a big giveaway, uh, maybe a jersey or two or, or just something fun. But go ahead and sub if you enjoy it. If not, we're glad you're here either way. Bold predictions, Ficky. Um, do you want to start? You want me to start then? No, I can go because it's going to okay. go off of my yeah, yeah. Uh, key to the game. It's we're going to rush for over 150 yards. Another big that. rushing day. An- well, they now, get last, they got 160, 170. Yeah. And I think it's 171, I think is what it was. Okay. But, anyways, yeah, they got, they got enough. Okay. So I think we're going to do the same thing. Is that this, bold? 150? Is that bold? 150 I don't think plus. So. I mean, what? Okay. One. Let's don't do 175 plus. Then. Thank you. There we Let go. Me, I'll give you 175. Then. You want bold? That's We're almost. It. Yeah. They better win that That's damn bold. game. You drop. You drop 175. Bro, if you on run, if you run for 170, you're winning. There's no way yeah. you're not. Like because you wouldn't. If you're down, you're not running the ball that. How hard. many? How many so does Darrington get? Oh, that's gonna be another bold prediction. You gotta, you gotta, I'll, you, I'll go there. You gotta, I'll go there. Okay. So Darrington, right. he had. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go receiving and catching because our okay. receiving and rushing because that's what he said. You know, good running backs that stay in this league, you have to be able to catch the ball. You have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to block. So obviously, I'm not gonna bold predict as far as like you know him getting 100 like pass protection, pass pro. But I believe he's gonna get over 70, 70 rushing yards because I think they're gonna run the ball on this this Chargers team. I think the offensive line is cooking. They are firing in all cylinders so that's going to help yeah. out when you have tevin jenkins lucas patrick i mean even cody white here i don't know i don't know what got into him last year but he looked pretty damn good uh so shout out to him but they can keep up this form um and how they're playing i believe it's gonna be interesting so i'm gonna go darrington evans that's my bold prediction i'm going over 80 what did i say 75 you said 70. i said you said 70 I'm going 75. He's getting 75 okay. total yards. 75 total cool. yards. I think they're going to run on this team. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, shout out to him, though. Again, check him out. We'll have all the stuff. Description. Second bold prediction, Vicky. Second bold prediction. We're going to stay on the offensive side, and we're going to go with our man, DJ Moore. And I'm expecting two touchdowns this game. 
which doesn't seem like it's Super Bowl, but it is when you think okay. about who the quarter like. You, if you think about the offensive game plan, that is a bold prediction, right? Because I just said we're going to rush for 170 plus, but that doesn't mean we're going to be passing for 300. That's not we're not doing something crazy like that. So I think DJ Moore though will get two touchdowns, and that, and I think that's somewhat bold. I'm sticking it here. Jalen Johnson still hasn't got his extension. It's close. I think there was reports that you know two sides are actually talking. They're, They're talking. at the table as he requested. Awesome. I think he gets two more interceptions on Justin Herbert. Yo, that's bold. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I think, he's, I think he's spilling himself. I think there's gonna be opportunities there. I mean, just or Justin's not perfect. And I'm talking about Fields, but Herbert. And I think he's gonna get two more, man. I would love to see it because if he gets two more, I guarantee you, Ryan Poles will fly to Los Angeles because it's in San Diego. It's in or not San Diego. It's in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I think you would fly right there, hand him his check. Welcome to the welcome to the team for the next three four years. He probably so. won't have to fly. I think he's going to be there, so you only have to worry about that. Oh but yeah, he man. might have to fly out to get the bag from Chicago and bring it back if, at halftime or some shit. If uh, if, if if he has it by then, so um, yeah, yeah. no, that'd be great. I mean, Jalen Johnson. Let's not get it twisted. That man's been balling out. We've talked about it all throughout the season, right? He's been yeah. playing lockdown. The biggest thing was always just ball production, and it was great seeing him get. Two of them last week. So am I surprised that you go with that? Or would I be surprised if that happened? No, because he is a good corner, a, a good degree corner that deserves to get extended. That that's that's no question. Okay, my third bold prediction, my final one is actually we're gonna stay on that side. And this guy has had three times this season where there are almost picks. Right there. He's read, he's read it well, but like either a wide receiver's kind of hit him, the ball's kind of bobbled around, whatever. I'm going, going Jaquan Brisker is getting his first. Oh, he almost had one last week. This game. That's what I'm saying. And right? He's had, I think, like three or four. Yeah. So I think he's getting one this week. His time is due. I think it's going to happen. I think him getting it and then him doing his little, I love his little celebration. I think that's going to hype the team up. I think it's going to, I think, and I, and I also think it's going to be, a clutch interception, not like something in the first quarter where you just get out. I'm saying like close game, right? Okay. Like maybe the Chargers need to march down to drive to like stay within it or to take the lead. Brisker getting a pick, then we'll march down and you know do our thing. So do the team celebration. I was gonna do over and unders, but we don't have enough time for that. I was gonna say how many times do you think Jalen Johnson will take his helmet off? Because last week he took it off what twice. <laughs> well, if he's, if he's got two, if he's <laughs> got two yeah. picks, like you said it's at least two. So yeah. he's saying that. Anyways, sure. um, my uh, my final bold prediction here. Oh uh, man! So I went with Jalen Johnson getting two picks. Went with Darrington Evans. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go Cole Command. He's been kind of quiet. I think him and Tyson might connect a little bit this week just because he's getting a little bit more time. Say say Tyson does practice, gets all the reps again this week. Yeah. I believe there might be a little bit more for Cole Komet. And he always strings together, not just one, but he comes in twos almost as far as getting yeah, he normally in the game. Gets multiple. So I'm gonna yeah, go I'm gonna go with uh Cole Komet kind of gets back on the board. We get a couple baseball celebrations, you know. So I'm gonna Hell go yeah. two touchdowns, Cole Komet. Might be just for 20 yards, but I believe he's going to be in the red zone a little bit. With this running game, I think they're going to get to the red zone quite a bit uh, against this yeah. uh, Los Angeles de- defense. So Hopefully. I'm going to go our guy, Cole Komet. And now we got bold predictions. Or, I'm sorry, bold predictions. We got predictions. predictions. Bears, yeah. Chargers, Sunday night football. 
We already know the storylines. Justin Fields maybe likely not playing. Tyson Bajan, can he still produce? Can he take this city by storm? And then we got Khalil Mack revenge revenge game, and we got a get right game for almost the Chargers. You know they they're reeling a little bit, so it's going to be interesting. So Vicky, I'm going to start here, and I'll let you kind of finish up the show with your 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 prediction for the game. I believe the Bears are going to lose this one. I know I'm, I feel like I'm bringing it down after bold predictions. It kind of sucks to kind of you know predict them to lose. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a loss here. I think the Khalil Mack revenge game is going to be very real. When you're playing Tyson Bajant, who is a rookie, they have a week of film on him. I mentioned a couple times already during the podcast. I think it's just going to be a little bit of like an eye-opening as far as like, oh, shit, welcome to the NFL. Not it's going to be terrible, but it's like there's going to be a couple right, moments right. where veteran corners, veteran defensive ends, they're going to get to this guy. They're going to get to to um, Tyson Bajant. But I think it's going to be close, man. I think it's going to be 24-21. I think it's going to be a real fun game as far as just seeing Tyson Bajant, you know, kind of make some fun plays, you know, maybe air it out a little bit. Secret Bajant, man. We got Kenny Gibbs in the chat. Um, anyways, I just think they end up losing uh, 24-21 in a very, very close game, fun game. But I think we'll all be, you know, extremely pleased and happy to see Justin Fields hopefully coming back uh, in week, is it week nine? Or do we have a yeah. bye? Anyways, so I'm going to say 24-21. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. Kind of. I don't know. Anyways, it's just a, it's a weird feeling. I know we talked about draft, and it's hard for me not to be like draft capital, draft capital, and it it sucks, but it's like it's still in the back of my mind as far as, you know. I don't care about ours, it. though. As no, long as the I, Panthers one is fine. That's all that matters. Yeah, you're probably even if we right. With fields, we can flip it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like That's the only I want, one. I want Marvin don't get Harrison me wrong. Jr., man. I do. That's I mean, why that'd I'm be like, great. So maybe that you can trade back that Carolina pick, trade back to two or three. You could trade back to two that's or three else. and get it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Anyways, that's another it's conversation. So, so Ficky, man, how are you feeling? Because I have no idea what you, how you're feeling with this game or where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough. I know you want. I know you want to predict them to win. But but I I've, I've mentioned this defense, not ours. There's this dog shit. It is not good. This yeah. team, Chargers have one of for the past three years they've had one of the most talented rosters on paper and they lose games they lose so i'm not scared of this team does that necessarily mean that we walk in and we stomp on them i don't think that either but for me to be like oh we can't compete with these guys yeah it can happen so because of that i'm going 24 21 our Chicago Bears. I think we find a way to win it. I don't know how. with this script here. Yeah, I don't know how, but it's going to happen. I think the running game is going to be done. Cario, Cario, Cario. Wow. Cario, Cario. I don't know why. I'm just going to say his last name. No, I'm Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos. Yeah. I don't know what I just did to myself there trying to, you know, I've said his name several times. First of all, top top seven, top five kicker in the NFL right now. I don't think it's a stretch. We're going to win no, it because not, of his – is it a game winner, Vicky? Are you feeling like a game winner? Ooh, that's tough. Clocks no, I don't out? think game winner. Or just a I don't late think game winner. I fourth think quarter field goal. I'm going back to the brisker thing. I know this is getting very specific, Ooh. but they're going to try to march down. You got the script. Herbert, look, Herbert on game-winning drive or game-time drives, clutch drives this season has been doo-doo. He has not been good, okay? So I think we're up because we've been running the ball well. we you know, getting league time possession. They're going to make – their chance to, you know, they'll get the ball back, try to make their uh, chance to march down the field to win the game, and they're not going to. Something's going to happen. Brisker gets that pick. Maybe it's right there. Seals the game. 
Jalen Johnson gets one, maybe throws his helmet into the stands. I don't know. Either way, I feel that Bears will get a win here. And like Kenny said, we share it, but Dave, you got to believe. This is the game. I'm normally not like very like, oh, you know, normally I'm pretty realistic, but this Chargers team just doesn't scare me because that defense is so bad. I'm sorry, like- you're you're two and four for a reason because your defense is that bad. Could we lose this game? Easily. We could lose this game easily. But to think that we also don't have opportunity, I'm not saying you don't, but to think we don't have opportunity to beat this team as one of the worst defenses in the league. Come on. Uh-huh. We're both two and four for a reason. That's how I view it. All right. So. Hey, prove me wrong. <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. Yeah. Again, yeah, we'll find I, out. I, I, it feels weird not picking the Bears here. Um, but I, like I said, I, I agree with everything you said. It's gonna be a fun game no matter what. We're gonna be recapping yeah. it late, late that night. Late. No, no matter what happens, yeah, late. who plays, whatever transpires, we're gonna be here. So again, if you enjoy the content, you enjoy the pod. First of all, thank you for watching this episode, listening to wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're on YouTube watching, go ahead and hit that like button, sub. It helps the. That's the best way. It is the best way to support the podcast is just by hitting that yeah, like cool. button, subbing. And if you want to go the extra mile, hit the notification bell. You can see when we go live again Sunday night um, against the Chargers. So, anyways, Ficky, anything else before we go? We get out of here, man. That you no, think of? no, no, not at all. We we talked about everything again. Thanks to Darrington Evans for hopping on. Really appreciate that. Hopefully, you no, know, really, yeah. we can maybe get a chance for him to hop on again. Again, we'll have his stuff in the uh, in the YouTube description. Hop on there, support him. He's a great streamer. During the game, tweet him. Tweet him now. Just tell him, you know, anyways, just support him. He's just a cannot say how amazing he is as just a you know football player, but more importantly, just a human being. Just a great entertainer as well on Twitch, Kick. Um, And then Ficky, you can follow him. It's Ficky Baby, all socials. Uh, He has all his post-game recaps. Um, he tweets during the game. Not as much as me. He's getting there. Um, no, I can't, bro. I, no. I my thumbs can't move that fast. It's, no, it's you're impossible. getting there, man. <laughs> it, it, it's fun. You can check us out You know, during the live game. Tweet us. Let us know how you're feeling. Ask us any questions on Twitter, whatever it might be. We enjoy just kind of interacting with you, building a community here uh, on the BFR podcast. Again, presented by Sports Mockery. Check out all my work there. Bunch of great writers, bloggers over there as well. Uh, we got the Blackhawks. We got the Bulls. It's just a fun time, uh, kind of, to be a Chicago sports fan, you know, trending the right Absolutely. direction. But either way, we appreciate the love, the support, and we will be back again Sunday night, Bears, Chargers, and hopefully it's uh, after a fun win. So we'll see you Hell then. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Peace. <laughs>